episode 180 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom as always is my pal DeQuincy. Hello everybody. A little bit of a toned down introduction this time. I like it. I like it. A complete 180 if you would. Oh yeah. Or else you just didn't have anything else to open with? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? Well I I did want to incorporate that 180 once you told me that this was episode 180. Oh okay. Oh, I completely missed that. My bad. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Got a belly full of food and uh, ready to ready to tackle the, the issues of the wrestling world today. Oh, yeah. Speaking of food, I am hungry. You already got me thinking about what we have for dinner. <laughs> I don't feel like cooking. But anyway, so we're here to talk about some wrestling. Some crazy news went down last week. Um, sorry for not recording. The answer was uh, I just didn't text Anthony to ask him what day he wanted to record <laughs> until Friday. It happens. It, it, happens. it happens a lot with it's life. Yeah. Because I'll think about it, be like, man, I should text Anthony to see what day he can record and everything. And then I'll get busy at work or I'll take a nap or something stupid like that. And I'll just forget until 42 hours later. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah, we're here to talk about the about wrestling, and uh, we're going to start with the biggest news that came out. Cody Rhodes is no longer part of all league wrestling. The American Nightmare is no more. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was working without a contract for a while, and the two sides just couldn't come to an agreement. And he's currently a free agent, with all reports pointing to him re-signing back with the WWE. Um, so my first question is, like, when did you first believe that this was a real thing and not a work? When the, the day it was, it was announced, when uh, Ariel Helwani tweeted it. That right there, he's, he's a legitimate, big time, very busy and respected MMA journalist. And he doesn't have time to get involved in works, in wrestling works. As much as a wrestling fan he is, as he is, unless he's being hired by these companies to get involved somehow, he's, he's not going to be a part of a work on Twitter like that. So the fact that he tweeted, he's the one that broke the story that he's a free agent. His return to WWE is imminent. Mm-hmm. I knew right there, but this is, this is legit. This is really happening. So he broke the news. Yes. All right. See, I didn't see that tweet. The first tweet that I saw that made me believe it was um, when AEW basically t- tweeted out their press release saying, thank yeah. you, Cody. He's gone. Everything like that. Um, before that, I like I didn't think like the total situation was a work. I just believed that he was going to resign with AEW. Like they were just going to find a number no matter what. And I'll tell you, when news broke out that he was a free agent and that he's thinking of resign with the WWE, I was shocked. Um, considering how much of his AEW career has been, I'm going to prove the WWE wrong. You never should have released me. I'm, uh, you undervalue me. Like I'm shocked that he would even consider going back to them. Yeah. I mean, considering his last gimmick was Stardust. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't even leave his Cody Rhodes. He, he left Stardust. So, which was a big reason why he left. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but at the end of the day, money talks. I mean, I can't blame him. Um, and I think, I think he's satisfied with the work he has done. The, the proof that he has shown that, you know, he was bigger than what they were giving him credit for. And now that he's shown that, now that they're willing to, you know, fork over some major cash it's hard to turn it down yeah and 
if he's as big of a free agent signing as everybody's making it out to be, then you're you're almost guaranteed that you're going to be you're going to be positioned in a uh, in a high ranking in the company, where you know him and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Jericho even by extension, you know those four guys before you know before Jericho were are, were all executive vice presidents, founders of the company, co-founders mm-hmm. of the company. And those guys and Jericho and a handful of others legitimized the company and stabilized the company as it was in its infancy. Um, uh, by the time it was, by the time his run ended with AEW, he was no longer in that position. He was no longer, or uh, on, on TV at least, he was no longer a top guy. He was no longer you know, the number one contender and things like that, you know, he, he served his purpose early on and he gradually stepped back as the big, you know, the, the newer stars started to emerge and started getting their push. And now, you know, he's no, he doesn't have that kind of, he didn't have that kind of cachet going on at the end of his AEW run. Now he can go over to W back to WWE and insert himself into, you know, a top level program. So I'll ask you a question. Do you think him uh, banning himself from going after the AEW World Championship kind of limited his potential in the company? Uh, yeah. Because... Because personally, I like I'm not the biggest AEW fan or watcher, but whenever I see like tweets about what he, what's going on in the company, it always feels like he's in a separate universe from the rest of the company. I think he and, positioned he definitely positioned himself that way. And I don't know if you saw Kenny Omega's um, interview after Cody's release, where he's basically he's talking about yeah, well everything it's we have things going on between me, the Young Bucks, and the Cody verse, and he makes sure to say the Cody verse, which is kind of what it felt like, like a pocket universe inside AEW where what mattered in there only mattered to him and whoever he was taking, to whoever he was fighting, but didn't matter in the grand scheme of what was going on in AEW. Well, I think you know, I think a big a big part of that is. The Codyverse extends beyond just AEW. But look, he was on a, you know, he he really maximized, um, he really maximized his time working with AEW and not only working with AEW, but working with Turner, Turner Broadcasting, who partnered with AEW, gave them television contract to be on TNT, to be on TBS. He maximized his, you know, uh, the, um, the resources there because he got on a, on what that TV TBS show, that game show or whatever. Go big he's show. The, right. He's one of the judges, uh, him and him and his wife, Brandy, they got their own reality show on one of the TNT or T, I guess TNT roads to the top, you know? Yeah. I mean, at that point, he, he was, it matter. A, it, he, at sorry. that point, at that point, the, the, the self-imposed ban or whatever for competing for a title didn't really matter as much because he had a lot going on outside of it, outside of a title. So he becomes like AEW's version of The Miz. Yeah. And I know people hear that and you know, um, have something sour to say, but think of all the things that The Miz has done in the WWE. He's To uh, get to that point. He's, he's a first ballot hall of famer i agree uh, and so so there's no slight on saying that cody rose is or was aw's miss but i don't know it kind of feels like he didn't reach the potential he should have while he was in aw like him never being champion mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it just feels like uh, maybe just to me it feels like there was more left on the table and that's one true. and one other thing like him saying that he would never turn heel i think that's another thing that limited his character mm-hmm. it's like where can you go if you're if you're never going to be heel you're always going to be babyface and you're never going to challenge for the aew championship like where do you go like you can only be tnt champion for so long and for right. so many times before it gets stale i think where you go is 
go big show roads to the top, you know, ventures outside of wrestling that give you plenty of exposure, give you plenty of fanfare or help build your fanfare. Um, and, you know, let's be real, you know, fill that bank account pretty nicely. Cause at the end of the day, cash reigns over championships in my opinion i i think i, I love money as much as the next person i'm not going to disagree with you there um <laughs> and i think he you know i think if he wasn't making the kind of money he probably was at the time then i think you rethink that and you maybe uh use some influence that you have to change that up and insert yourself in those situations get yourself closer to the title, um, whether people like it or not. But I think he was comfortable with where he was at um, for, for a while, enough for him to, to, you know, make some money and get some more exposure. I think what, what he wasn't happy with was um, the creative control he no longer had. The creative control and the credit for that, for that creativity, for the creative process. You know, it, it, not that I'm saying it's wrong because it's not because it's his company, but Tony Khan was really beginning. He's, he's really begun to put his face out there mm-hmm. and make it known that this is my company. This is my project, you know, for better or worse, better or worse. And I think that's where egos really get involved. I think that's mm-hmm. where people, people's feelings do get hurt. It's like, well, hey, you know, I had a part of this too. Well, no, but it's my company. <laughs> but yeah, you had a part and that part is no longer here. Right. Cause. And that part, you were mm-hmm. paid very well for it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I, I, him going back to WWE, like where does he sit in the pecking order as far as uh, male wrestlers? Is he top five? Because uh, you definitely say he's below Brock and Roman. Correct. We, we agree on that one, 100%. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, AJ Styles. Seth Rollins. Maybe. I think Rollins. I'm not sure about Styles. Just because I think Styles is, he's firmly in that, you know, he's on the back nine. He's more interested in, or his character well, not his character, but like his position in the company is now helping people get over more than getting being champion or anything like that. Okay. But uh, Rollins, yes. I think Rollins has, you know, a couple, well, I say a couple, I mean like five to seven years of five star match quality in him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I still got, I got him in that AJ Styles zone. Like his legacy is gonna be, ooh man, that's a good question. Who do you think legacy is gonna be better, Randy Orton's or um, Cody Rhodes? Because Randy has everything he's done to WWE, but Cody, you know, left and helped create WWE's biggest competition in the last what 20, 30 years. Well, I think it all depends on how long that competition remains. Uh, I think I think AEW is here to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's it's not just about the cons having billions of dollars. Like I think their um their fandom is more vocal in their support and more active in their support. Mm-hmm. So I can see that comp- that company lasting for years. Like Tony Khan's gonna be passing <laughs> down to his children. Like. Right. Uh, I think with, in terms of legacy, um, I mean, there's, there's really just, there's only two ways to look at it, whether you want to look at it as a whole, then -hmm. probably Cody's legacy is going to be bigger at the end of the day. But at the same time, Randy Orton didn't set out to do any of that. Randy. So when it comes to in-ring legacy, then, then it's clearly Randy Orton Mm -hmm. because he's been a multiple time world champion. He's, headlined WrestleManias and won Royal Rumbles and, uh, you know, done significantly more in the ring. 
but the but I think it's like it's weird saying that Cody's legacy is probably going to be shine brighter overall because of what he did, you know, by leaving the company mm-hmm. and doing the things he did with AEW. But again, at the same time, like I said, I don't think Orton was ever interested in doing any of that. You know, he established himself as a big star fairly early mm-hmm. and held on to that, um, maintained that standing in the company for this whole time and didn't necessarily need, see the need to leave and go somewhere else and try to compete somewhere else. So like, it's, it's almost like an incomplete grade if, if for Randy, if, if you're looking at it in terms of overall legacy comparing, comparing to, to Cody. Okay. Um, if I had to say who gets booked better, I would, I would still say Cody. I think he gets opportunity for bigger matches than Randy does for um, for the foreseeable future, because mm-hmm. uh, from all reports, Brandy like loves the RK Bros thing. Like mm-hmm. it was supposed to break up a while ago, and he basically turned it down. So sure. I don't like this thing. RK Bro could go on into what I think SummerSlam. Maybe they break up around then. And again, Randy Orton is in a position where he can, like you said, he wanted to continue with this with the tag team. Mm-hmm. So whenever he's ready to get back into the main event picture, it's just a matter. It's ultimately just a matter of if, or, or uh, uh, when, when, when not if. Ready. Yeah, <laughs> right. um, I'm trying to think who else. It's a matter of if and when he's ready. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. I would have said Bobby Lashley is up there, but it looks like he's going to be out for a couple of months. Right. Mm. That changes changes the pecking order and the need for fresh top talent. Uh, and uh, one other, uh, Drew McIntyre. I don't think Cody's higher at this point. I don't know. He, he I don't know, but if Drew keeps... Uh, He's getting stuck in these matches with Mad Cat Moss. Like I know that you and I both enjoy Mad Cat Moss's ability in ring, but goddamn, we (laughs) enough is enough. I mean, they had the match in uh, Elimination Chamber, and then they just had another match on Friday. Mm -hmm. Mad Moss was three inches shorter in the second match than the first, but still, (laughs) it's enough is enough. Let's move on to something else, right? No, I think, you know, um... oh, boy. Uh, I'm keeping him top. Oh, Kevin Owens. Um, Cody might be top top five, top seven. I can see top seven, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know about top five. Uh, and one more question I got for you uh, for Cody Rhodes. So say you're Vince McMahon, Cody Rhodes signs within the next week or so. What are your plans for him? Are you bringing him back before WrestleMania? Are you bringing him at WrestleMania? Are you waiting Ooh. for the night after? Yeah, that's and, that's... and, 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 are you doing promos to lead up to him coming back? Or are you just letting the surprise be the surprise? That's the multi-million dollar question. And I don't think you need to do promos, vignettes. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows it's going to happen. Um, I think he's past. And if you're a top star, then you don't need those. I don't remember. I don't remember too many. You know, John Cena's returning to WWE. You know, coming soon. You know, unless it's like a specific. You know, he's he's coming to SmackDown to to confront this or that. You know, so there have nope. been a lot of John Cena, you know, Veer Mahan type uh, vignettes. Uh, so I think you don't need those, uh, especially if you're coming back as a top guy, if you're positioning yourself as a top guy. Amari is going to graduate high school before Amir sh- <laughs> for Veer shows up. <laughs> right. um, but but the real question is, do you, do you bring it back 
at Mania, before, at, or after Mania. And, oh, man, I feel like... I think the earliest you could do it would be at Mania. At Mania? I think we're five five weeks away from from the show. Um, Most of the feuds are starting to take shape. Mm Mm-hmm. There's really no reason to introduce a, a returning person this late. Um, and I know they've done it plenty of times, though, for Goldberg and for Trish Stratus and, you know, uh, even, you know, returning Charlotte or Sasha. And you still have people that you could bring back. You could bring back Becky. You could bring back Asuka, you know, for matches at Mania. So I'm tired of predicting them when they'll bring back Oscar. I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> right. um, I feel like I've said that for the past three pay-per-views and it hasn't happened yet. And I don't necessarily think Cody Rhodes is going to help move tickets for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, he, is, you, you, he wants to come back as a big star. But, that, but WrestleMania isn't you don't you don't use most of the time you don't you, you or at least anytime recently you don't use wrestlers to promote wrestlemania you use part-timers hall, hall, hall of famers mm-hmm. celebrities to move wrestlemania and the show moves itself as well i mean they're you know yeah it's there's WrestleMania. why they're there there's a reason why it's two nights now yeah <laughs> in a football stadium you know and God willing, it, it continues that way. Right. So, um, and they didn't, I think you could go the route that they did with the Hardys when they made the return at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And the that pop they huge. got from that was massive. Um, you know, Cody Rhodes has ties to Texas, you know, essentially. You know, he's from the South. You know, he's from Georgia. His father, you know, was you know, build is the little fat bully from Austin, Texas, you know, the plumber's son, you know, uh, there's plenty of legacy there. So it would be a huge moment for him to return. So I think, I think the earliest you bring him is at WrestleMania to, to get involved in a match with somebody and then move it forward after that. Otherwise save it for the night after. Hmm. But I don't think you, I don't think you bring them back anytime. You don't put them on television anytime before WrestleMania. I think my plan would be, um, he has like, man, I'm trying to think. What I want to do well. Basically, what you're saying, like he shows up at WrestleMania and does something, and then the night after, his music is the first thing that hits on Monday Night Raw. Sure. And then he can come out and you know do the opening promo, mm-hmm. and I think that'd be a problem. I think that would be the best way to use them. Well, but knowing well, WWE, I, I think... the promos would be out tomorrow on Monday, right. and he'll be on Raw like in two weeks before WrestleMania. So yeah, uh, but also speaking of him using, I don't think I still don't even think he used him as the the opener to Raw. I mm-hmm. think the opener is going to be whoever wins the unification match. Oh, yeah, probably. I'm saying because you know how the crowd is that the crowd is that Monday after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's the craziest crowd and giving them Cody right off the bat would be giving them what they want. If but, anything, because Cody as big of a deal as it is to bring back Cody Rhodes, he's still not bigger than Roman or Brock. He's still not bigger than the title itself or either of those titles. But I think he would be big enough where you start the show with the champion, whoever Mm -hmm. it is. And then maybe you bring back Cody to confront the champion. Maybe. Oh, well, We'll see. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting, interesting development. You know. Um, some other interesting things happened last right, last week. Apologies. Yep. 
Cesaro is no longer under contract with the WWE. His contract has ended, which means there's no 90-day wait period. He could show up on Dynamite on Wednesday if he wanted to. Um, and apparently there wasn't like this bit a big fuss about his role or anything, just a, a issue of money. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro, the patron saint of the underused, would you say? One hundred percent, without a doubt. It's I don't know. It's just weird to me, crazy to me that he didn't get more opportunities as a singles guy. Like they were all too happy to throw him in tag team and run for championships that way. But only having one shot at the big belt, which happened last year against Roman Reigns, that's like uh, it's crazy. It's it's, it's tragic. I mean, essentially, it's crazy because. As many times as that guy got himself over mm-hmm. without, you know, Vincent Maz meddling and never getting a shot at the top title, it's just it's it's one of the things that I hate about WWE. You can go out there, get yourself over, do everything you can to get the crowd behind you. And as long as one person doesn't see it, you'll never get that opportunity. <laughs> right. You could have. 65,000 people chanting your night chanting your name on a nightly basis and if Vincent Kenny McMahon says no <laughs> you're a mid carter for life yeah and you know if um, if his handling of the English language was a, a reason why a reason that held him back I get that because he's not great on the mic I'm not going to ever try and defend him and his mic skills. They're not that great. They're not strong. Um, But everything else is so good that he didn't necessarily need to be with Paul Heyman because I think that's too much. Mm -hmm. But they could have put him with somebody. They could have put him with a mouthpiece. And it could have worked. Yeah. I mean, they could have found someone like, say, Selena Vega and made her yeah. his mouthpiece or something. It didn't have Oksana. to be. I mean, that's who we started out. That's, that's who his mouthpiece was originally. Oh, really? I Remember the, the Russian girl? Lana? Oksana. Oh, Oksana. Okay. Okay. I don't remember anything. Time is a circle. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. So, yeah, they could give him a mouthpiece if they really wanted to. I I don't understand what WWE has against like like managers. Like they've kind of gotten back into it with um Paul Heyman and uh, MVP and down in NXT they have um uh Malcolm Bivens. Mm-hmm. But not everyone needs to be, you know, Shawn Michaels on the mic, you know. Right. Like, if you have the athletic talent to do what you do and the crowd is eating out of your hand every night, you don't need a microphone to tell them what you're going to do and set up your next match. You can do that in the ring. Absolutely. And you're not pairing every wrestler with somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's not a crazy expense, additional expense, where you're hiring an extra, you know, you're doubling your, your talent roster. You're adding a couple of extra people for just a couple of extra wrestlers, and that's it. I'm sorry. I'm watching the the rerun of NXT, and LA Knight just came out, and it's crazy how quickly they made this guy a babyface. Yeah. He was <laughs> like, a big jerk when he started. Like, last year he was feuding with, uh, what's his name? Not Bronson Reed. The, um, the cowboy dude over the million-dollar belt. Mm-hmm. And everyone hated him. Uh, Grimes, that's name, Grimes. And Cameron now, Grimes. yeah, Cameron Grimes. And now he's coming out, taking on Grayson Waller, and the crowd's going crazy for him. It's like, <laughs> this is why I say I love NXT. NXT, like, I know people have an affinity for the black and gold, but NXT 2.0 has been like, it's the best wrestling show that comes on for me. Better than when Smack. It's good, it's good. Yeah. And it hits more than any other show. It hits more than Raw. It hits more than SmackDown. 
SmackDown has been hit or miss ever since the draft. Right. And and they like I don't like all that flippy shit. Just give me a bunch of dudes who can fight. Right. <laughs> we were talking about before we record um a bunch of the guys down in uh, NXT had a uh basically a, a lifting competition and Braun Breaker lifts uh, 455 pounds. I'm like, yeah, give me that. Give me the dude who can fight like that. I don't need that flippy shit. You think I need five-star matches? You need. You think I need your 30-minute classics? That's one thing I don't like about AEW. It feels like all the dudes are the same. Flippy white dudes. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a dude to come in the ring and just put hands on somebody. And LA Knight, like, they have a bunch of guys who should be on the main roster. Like, LA Knight, MSK, like, those guys could be on SmackDown next week. Mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa should yeah. be overall by now. Yeah. Well, he did have a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Getting closer and closer. Yeah. yeah, and it's one. It's something that people complain about during the black and gold era. How come they don't do more with the with the guys on NXT? Do more with them on the main roster, and now we're getting that. Uh huh. I mean, it's slow and steady. You're like, you're not going to have everyone NXT show up on SmackDown, but we're getting more robberies in between. We saw AJ Styles go down there and take on Grayson Waller. Um, what's his name? Dolph Ziggler is challenging uh, Braun Breaker for the NXT championship at Stand and Deliver. Uh, it's something like if they do that, like one, like just have one main roster wrestler be down there interacting like once a month, they could do wonders for that show. Yeah, or you know, trade somebody and look what's done. Look what's happened with Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has found a new life on NXT. Mm-hmm. And some excellent bronzer. Oh, she be looking dark as hell. Man. <laughs> You're not kidding. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, let's talk about WrestleMania. Um, so far, we have how many matches? I think we have five matches. Confirmed. Uh, yeah. So the matches that are confirmed but don't have a night schedule are Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, the Mysterios taking on Logan Paul and The Miz for um, that's just a regular tag team match. And then Edge came out on Monday and challenged anyone to be his opponent at WrestleMania. Yep. Um, and then the two matches that already have a night. Uh, night one, the main event will be Charlotte Flair defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. Night two, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Uh, it's a winner-takes-all title unification match. Uh, I have things to say about both main event matches. Which one would you like to start with? Uh, Charlotte and Ronda. All right, let's start there. I don't like this match at all. I don't understand why it's the main event on Saturday night. If <laughs> anything, the main event match, if we're doing a women's match, it should be Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. I agree. And you're basically main, like SmackDown is headlining both nights, essentially. Because you've got Roman who's going to, who's, main eventing Sunday and you've got Charlotte and Rhonda on mm-hmm. Saturday. Uh, look, look, it is what it is with this company. You know, Rhonda still has plenty of cachet and name value and, you know, all that, all those, you know, typical um, celebrity, you know, money-making quality, you know, you know, the, the, the name, it's the name is a brand that, that sells essentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just how it goes. Uh, am I excited for that match? Not at all. Am I excited about this feud? Not one bit. Um, you already know how I feel about Charlotte Flair. And I, when Ronda won the Royal Rumble, did you think that she was going to pick Charlotte Flair? I really didn't. Me neither. I thought was more backstory with Becky. Yes, and apparently the rumors are like. Oh, this is she's here for two years, so she's gonna get 
one year against Charlotte and then next year she'll go against Becky. But I'm like, the entire story before she left was with her and Becky. And yes, Charlotte was in that triple threat match that they had at WrestleMania, but she was all always an afterthought. She put herself in the match. Yeah. The the whole match, the everything about that match was um involved Rousey and Becky Lynch. Yeah. And to just say, okay, we'll come back to that later. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't like this match. It feels like as soon as um, whatever matches before this goes off, I'm turning off WrestleMania because <laughs> I I don't I, I don't like Charlotte Flair. I don't like Charlotte Flair matches. Ronda Rousey is fine. She's serviceable and she's good in the ring. Her Everything else is is all right. I just don't care about this match at all. And look, at the end, also another thing, whether whether you like Charlotte or not, she's there every night, mm-hmm. night in and night out. And whether you like her or not, to sacrifice her or anybody for a part-timer, for, you know, a big star it just it just reeks of desperation it reeks of of uh repetitiveness you know same old same old and uh i'm tired of the uh, the unstoppable forces like nobody can beat Ronda one on one in a wrestling match because she's a real fighter. She's not a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. So that those are two different things: pro wrestling and fighting. But somehow, a pro wrestler who's done it for a very long time—years, a years, decade—can't <laughs> uh, can't beat can't beat someone with limited experience mm-hmm. it, it just you know doesn't make any sense um oh hold on before i interrupt so that reminds me of something uh, i heard a friend of mine talk about he talked about people saying that such and such doesn't make sense in wrestling it's like okay explain the irish rip explain it <laughs> someone throws you and you bounce off something you come back just stop running <laughs> Like if you start to break down what does and doesn't make sense in wrestling, you destroyed the entire thing. Right. That's true. I guess yeah. That that's fair enough. I didn't mean uh, to derail your point. Just when you okay. said that, it made me think. Remember that. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and I'm not crying. You know, I'm not crying. Poor Charlotte, mm-hmm. by any means, because she's a big star. She's made lots of money. She's a flare she's got you know uh you know i would say she, too many damn championship rings but too much cachet in her own right mm-hmm. you know um an established star in her own right but what's fair is fair you know and she's putting in the work night in and night out and i think if you know if Bianca was in this position or Rhea Ripley was in this position or uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, gosh. Oh, getting old. Bianca, Rhea Ripley. Talk about Becky Lynch. No, no, not Becky. Uh, or Yeah, Becky. Um, Alexa Bliss. Mm. Sasha. If they were put in that position to have to feed the title up to a bigger name just for the sake of that person being a bigger name. You know, I feel the same exact way. I just... The better women's match is right there. It's already on the card. Lynch, Belair, 
that should be your main event on, on Saturday night. And I don't want you can't say, oh, well, we can't do that because we can't have Belair being the main event back to back for WrestleMania. Well, sure, shit never stops y'all when it comes to Lesnar and Reigns, now does it? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, hats off to Becky, I'll say this that she's in a position where you can make the argument for both, for both of those matches. That it should have been Becky and, and Ronda. And that it should be Becky and Bianca as the main event. Mm-hmm. You know, credit to her that she she helped build those storylines to that point where we're having this debate and we're having, uh, and it's a legitimate one, a legitimate one. Yeah. Yep. So... <laughs> We're over here praising someone who's not even in this match. <laughs> right. All right. So let's go to the other match. The um, Sunday night main event, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, <laughs> unification match. Um, I'm still surprised that they made this a unification match. Mm-hmm. I thought there was just going to be a champion takes both titles. Uh, I don't. I don't understand how to explain that to the networks. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, someone has to go to Fox and USA and be like, "One, you guys will not have a title, right?" Um, well, Brock Lesnar. But I think you can. I think you can go to USA because you've had a longer working relationship with them, and say, "Hear me out. We'll figure it out. We'll make this work." And I think there's been enough trust between both of those entities that that they were probably okay and be like okay let's let's see what let's let's see what you have in mind here what what you are going to do i don't think you could do that with fox i don't know i don't know how you go into a meeting with someone and explain to how they're not going to have a champion after they paid you a billion dollars (laughs) for your uh television like how do you explain that i don't have a what i gave you how much like uh, um, all I was is um, Roman Reigns is doing the best work of his career. Brock Lesnar, this version of Brock Lesnar is something I never saw coming. Might like be the he, best work of his career. He, oh, he's he's engaging. He's taking pictures with the fans. It's like, who is this man, and what have they done with Brock Lesnar? Is a <laughs> doppelganger. Um, it's mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Considering that all we've known about Lesnar throughout his wrestling career, where he he literally left because he didn't want to do the travel and do all this shit with the fans anymore, and here he is, like after he won the WWE Championship at the Elimination Chamber, he's walking away from his match, tired, sweaty, and stopping to take <laughs> pictures of fans. I'm, I'm I'm I can't get over this. And like, did you did you see his? You saw his interview he had with um, Pat McAfee, right? I did, yeah. Where he basically explained like he he doesn't like to get too involved with the people because he has anxiety. He doesn't like being around people. And I'm like, I've never felt closer to a wrestling superstar before. Right. I don't like being around people either. <laughs> um, man, I don't know who wins this match. Man, well, first off, I think it's the right call that this is your Sunday night main event. Agreed. This is the biggest match possible. Um, I also yeah. think this is the last one. Between Lesnar and Reigns? Yeah, because where do you go? It has to be. Like, there are no further stakes. Like, this is a unification match for the biggest titles in the game. Like, you can't go anywhere above like, this. At, at this point, if you don't know who's better than the other... That's it. There's, yeah. I, I, I don't care at this point. This is the biggest match between both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, this has to be for, for all the marbles, not just the titles, but for supremacy and for closure to this feud. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's going to be a hard hitting match. I but, like who you think wins, or should we just say that for later? I want to say it for later because I think All it's right. a, I think it's a little obvious who the pick would be, but you know, maybe they maybe they hint otherwise. You know, over the next few weeks. Mm. All right, so we got five matches. We're probably going to get somewhere in the range of twelve to fourteen matches. Mm-hmm. Can you give me um seven more matches? I'll give Ooh. you twelve. In addition to <laughs> Logan Paul and Miz versus yeah, yeah, that's all right. Like the the two main events. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, the Mysterios versus Logan Paul and the Miz, Edge versus whoever. In fact, hold on, before you start naming the matches, who think Ed, who you think is going to be Edge's opponent? Sounds like it's going to be AJ. Yeah, okay. That's how I feel. So let's market that. Edge versus AJ. That way we take AJ out so you mm-hmm. can't use him for any more matches. Uh, so give us seven more matches. Uh. Well, I'm hearing that Sami Zayn is going to defend against Johnny Knoxville for Intercontinental title. You know, let's let's uh, keep the dirt sheets out of it. I'm putting the pin in your hand. You okay. got we got what five weeks of WrestleMania, uh-huh. so you can do whatever you want. Uh, let's see. We'll so, probably get we'll probably get Sasha and Naomi versus the women's tag champs. Have we seen the tag championships, the women's tag championships on TV in the past week? Two uh, weeks? Past weeks. Three weeks? Month? I, I don't. Yeah. Like, uh, I have to concentrate to remember who the hell is even the champs. It's Carmella and um, Zelina. Zelina, okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Damian Priest? I think... He's going to face Finn Balor for the title this coming Monday, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to stretch that program out a whole month, you know, to continue it. So uh, I think. And and <laughs> they've been doing Matt Cat Moss versus Drew McIntyre for how long? That's true. That is true. It's been but- since day one, before day one. So <laughs> let's never say they can't stretch out a few longer than it needs to be stretched out. But here, but here's here's my reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, I forgot. I gave you the pin, so you <laughs> gave me the matches. You need seven more, so come on. One of the biggest tragedy travesties of this company's history in the past few years is also the underutilization of Finn Balor, mm-hmm. and the fact that they probably didn't really care for him from the beginning, um, and were probably relieved that he got hurt. Oh, I. I disagree with that one. I mean, if you, so, if, if you didn't want him to win, you just book him so he doesn't win. Yeah, but when he came back from injury, he got lost in the shuffle. There was no, there wasn't even an attempt to try and bring him back, you know, put him back on top. So, uh, so I, I think he's an afterthought for WrestleMania at this point. So I think that if anything, you're going to try and give uh Damian Priest a a solid matchup a marquee matchup against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So you're giving me Priest versus Rollins at WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, and then who so who's the US champion? It's Priest. I mean he comes oh. he, he goes oh. into it champion. Okay. I, I I'm sorry, yeah I believe he defends the title against Rollins. Okay, so that's your U.S. champion. Seth match? is going to need something to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, keep going. And if anything, you could even make it a triple threat and insert Kevin Owens. You could do whatever you want, sir. I think you're you're forgetting that you have power right now. So then I'll say they break up and they feud over the United States title even though there is currently a title holder and he's like, wait, I'm the champion here. <laughs> You're going to have to beat one of you has to beat me. So I think you could do a triple threat match for the United States championship. Mm-hmm. And that way you get priest Roll Rollins and Owens on the show. All right. 
because we're avoiding we're we're uh, we're doing this based on the idea that I haven't read the dirt sheets, correct? We're doing this on the idea that you uh, that you can do whatever you want. <laughs> That's okay. what we're doing this on. That's what we're basing this on. Because we know what the real idea is, like the, the dirt sheets are saying. I don't I don't care. That's okay. not what we're here for right now. You do whatever okay. the hell you want. This is I don't, your I don't want to give any more dirt sheet matches. So Ooh. that's that's what I'm picking. So uh yeah, so you got the women's tag match, got the United States title. Um you'll probably get Corbin and, and McIntyre for real, like finally. All right, so that's three matches. Ooh, boy. Um, raw tag team match, you'll probably get. I think you, you could. I think. Um, man. I feel like you'll get like a multi man, like a multi team match for the for the raw tag titles. RK Bro, Alpha Academy, Street Profits, and the the Dirty Dogs. That way you get them all on, on the show as well. Mm-hmm. What's that? That's four matches now? SmackDown, you get the Usos versus Big E and Kofi again. Okay, continue. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, you got five matches. You just need two more. Intercontinental, uh, Zane and, and Knoxville. Is, okay, so one more match. Yeah. Get your seven. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard when I put you on the spot like this. Huh? <laughs> SmackDown. Um. You know, I th- well, no, no, because Sasha and Naomi are going to fight for the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, gosh. Oh, no, he's he's done. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I don't know what else you could do. Give me a Legends match, then. A Legends match? Yeah, you can put some Legends in here. <laughs> I'll try to help you, man. It... Boy, um, I don't know who any legends that are still doing it that could still do it for Mania. I, I it's weird because six. all right, because all the legends are like still wrestling. Like you know who would be a legend now with the, his finisher, Randy Orton, <laughs> but he's still out there doing it. Yeah. All right, so you got just what happened matches is that? That was six, six. matches, yeah. six out of seven. Mm-hmm. All right, but I think it's a solid, you know, mania card. Yeah, it's very much. So. I'm looking at uh, the roster. I'm trying to see how I would. I know that you need the women's uh, tag team championship match, but God damn it, there's not any women that seem <laughs> like n- I'm looking at the roster like none of these women seem like they're actually friends mm-hmm. on um, on TV. And I'm surprised they stopped with the whole Sonya Deville versus no, 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 Naomi. Naomi, I can't talk tonight. It seems like that was going to be a WrestleMania match, and now they have Naomi teaming up with Sasha Banks going going up for the 
tag team championship. I mean, storyline, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But if it if it results in Naomi being a champion, I think I'm okay with that. I'd rather that, I guess. Mm. Because it, then it would mean she'd get more matches and not necessarily just screen time. Mm-hmm. She's a really good wrestler. Uh, oh, probably going to have some segment with the 24-7 championship. There's your seventh match. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you get Dak Prescott to win the 24-7 title. Or, or a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Or, no, you'll probably get Truth. How old, is Jer- How old is Jerry Jones? <laughs> Truth and Tozawa dressing up as Cowboys cheerleaders in disguise to win the title. Uh, so, okay, so I got to make seven matches. Let me try my head, the old booking thing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go with seven matches. Um, I already said we're going to have AJ going up against Edge. Mm -hmm. I'll leave that as it is. So let's start with the um, U.S. title. So you had Damian Priest keeping it the entire time. Up until WrestleMania. All right. Facing off, you know, defending the title at Mania. All right. So I'm going to have a triple threat match between um, Priest, Balor, and Austin Theory. Okay. And in that match, I'm going to give Austin Theory the win. Oh. And... I'll have like after that you can have Finn like chasing him. That way we'll get more with the theory and, and Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a more entertaining uh like I said, I'll, the baby face chase is always the best part. Um who let's go on the intercontinental side. Man, Sami Zayn. I do like the idea of Sami Zayn going up against um uh what's his name? Uh John Knoxville. Yeah. And just because he, John Knoxville, you don't have to worry about his safety. You can put him in. <laughs> so let's get John. Did you see the, the, uh, the Huluva kick he took on? <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Let's make it a, let's make it a tables match. Ah. Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Yep. I want, you know what? No, 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 no. Not tables match. Let's just make it a, a playing hardcore match. That way, have we can have um Sami Zayn just do anything once to Knoxville, <laughs> Knoxville and his uh jackass buddies like teaming up to put Sami Zayn through like the announce table, shit like that, right? Well, let's just have a big um uh knockout fight, um, for the Raw Tag Team Championships, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna keep the belts on the, the Alpha Academy until WrestleMania, and then I'm gonna have a um, a fatal four way match: Alpha Alpha Academy, Three Profits, RK Bro, and um, Jesus Christ, what's the team I was just looking at? What the f- Oh, and uh, Owens and um, uh, Rollins. Mm-hmm. I have Owens and Rollins win it. I think them two being jackasses with the belts going to be fun. <laughs> and then for SmackDown, I'm going to have like just a promo between, between the Usos. They come out talk about how no one in the WWE can beat them. 
and they're just talking shit. And then I'm gonna have the debut of MSK. Oh, okay. And I think the Usos win, but it's like it's a they barely win. And so sets, sets them up as like legitimate. Yeah, know, because I, I love the Usos and I love New Day and I love them taking on each other, but uh, there comes a point where we need something new. <laughs> right. You know? Agreed. And they need new blood in the tag team division. So that's what I'm gonna do in there. Um the women's tag team match. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I guess I'll just leave it how it is. Um Uh, the plans right now, uh, Sasha and Naomi going against the current champions. Uh, how many matches did I just give? I think that's five. All right, so I need two more. Damn, I'm so mad that I can't do, like, I cannot figure out, because I really want the Naomi versus, um, what's her name? Uh, Sonya match, but I can't think of a way to get the women's tag team championship match on there. Mm-hmm. All right, so other two matches I need. So I'm gonna need two matches. So let's get the new day on there mm-hmm. and have them go against. You ain't had the new day on here, man. This is I did. You did where yeah, facing the Usos? Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I zoned out because I've seen that match so many times, right? You know what? No, let's um, let me just have Big E versus Drew McIntyre. Okay, let me just have them two boys just going after each other, and then the last match I will make. Man, it's not that Bobby Lashley's not here. I wish we could uh, play the Jeopardy thing because I got nothing. <laughs> How about you give me a quick squash match between Dolph Ziggler and Stone Cold C. Austin? There you go. Man, once you start looking around, it's like, God damn. <laughs> hard. Yeah. Because people that you want to put on this match, but it's like, okay, you've been off TV for a while. You don't have a story. And even though I got five weeks, I don't know if I can build to this. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Bailey. You're talking about Oscar. Oh, sh- you know what? Why don't we just return Bailey and Oscar and have them take on? Zelina and um, Carmella, and that'll open up Naomi versus Sonya. Okay, fair enough. We have not seen or heard anything about Asuka. It feels like it's been almost a year right now. (laughs) Right. Almost six. Uh, anything else, my man? I gotta get up out of here. Pick up the missus from work. I think that's it. Uh, tune in to the Pat McAfee show on Thursday. All right. His special Probably. guest is that his biggest guest? Because the the first Rogers interview was pretty big. I feel like Rogers because football is bigger than wrestling. Yeah, but Rogers has done interviews, and Vince does not do a lot of interviews. Because um, Brock was maybe the second biggest. Uh, maybe you're right. So let's say biggest. Let's go for the hyperbole. His biggest interview of all time, time, time. Right. So, yeah. So what, do you, what do you call it for when we talk football? Uh, exaggeration Mondays or something? Yeah. Overreaction. Monday. Yeah, overreaction Monday. Exaggeration yeah. Monday. Mm-hmm. Overreaction yeah. Sunday, then. Yeah, so we'll have Pat McAfee talking to Vince McMahon. Apparently, like, 
rumors are they're gonna set up a McAfee versus McMahon match, <laughs> which uh, Vince, no, you're like 170. If you fall the wrong way, it's a wrap. You're gonna go out like like um at the end of Infinity War. Just don't. But that's about it as far as wrestling moves. Yeah. Still plenty of time until mm-hmm. we get there. Yeah. I'm sure all the matches we came out with will be <laughs> will not be happening. Well, no, I was going to say uh, we'll regret, regret them by the time I put this podcast out on Monday. Like, I can't believe I had something that stupid. <laughs> but that'd be that. All right, man. Um, get on out of here. We'll be back later. Uh, talk about some more things happening on the planet. Um, hopefully, the world. Yeah, fun things. Because what's going on right now? Russia and Ukraine. Oof. Yeah, ain't no fun on that side of the world right now. So um, we not one bit. So Anthony, as always, pleasure talking to you, my man. Enjoy it as always. Ooh, excuse me. And we will be back later, people, with more entertainment. Oh, you turned your lights off. What the? What's going on? Yeah, they just went off. <laughs> oh, oh, god! I I just now noticed because I, I just started looking at you and Cam. Like, oh god, Anthony's in the dark. Well, the there. the sun is shifting. I think it's getting hit by some clouds or shifting because there was plenty of light earlier, but it's losing the natural light. So, well, let's get out here before Anthony loses all his natural light. Uh, like I said, we'll be back later. More podcasting. Thank you for listening, sharing, subscribing. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. For Anthony, I'm the Quincy. Later.